This is the Monitoring and Evaluation Boost with Godfrey Sincaba. Every week, we share tips and practical stories to help you master the monitoring and evaluation job and perform it to your best. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to hit that subscribe button so you're automatically updated about new episodes. And that way, you can continue to grow your m career every day. It also helps to show your support to this podcast and improve its ranking on the platform. We really appreciate that effort. Now, let's get started. Hi, everyone. I'm Godfrey Senkava, your host, Monitoring and Evaluation Boost Podcast. This is Episode 3, Career Growth four practical tips on how to choose your next monitoring and evaluation job. In this episode, I discuss the important issues you should consider when assessing if the monitoring and evaluation job you are interested in will advance your career. Let's get started. Tip number one, job title. Sorry, consider the job description and not the job title. Certainly, it feels a sense of achievement and advancement moving to a job whose job title reads higher than your current job. For example, if you're monitoring and evaluation officer, it's possible that you are interested in moving to a monitoring and evaluation specialist position. Job titles can be deceptive. A monitoring and evaluation officer in company A may have a similar set of responsibilities as the monitoring and evaluation specialist in company B. As I discussed in episode 2, titles of monitoring and evaluation positions will depend on several factors, which include organizational policy and priorities for monitoring and evaluation, administrative structure, where in some companies there are levels from assistant to officer to specialist to manager, while other organizations basically have a flat structure. All monitoring and evaluation professionals or individuals will be called officers. Other considerations that organizations have donor requirements, monitoring and evaluation framework, and others. The other issue for you to note about the job description is that always read it and understand it. In fact, I normally encourage people to read and reread the job description and determine if the roles and responsibilities described represent skills growth. Tip number two, your personal profile. What kind of monitoring and evaluation professional are you or do you want to become? Do you want to be a monitoring and evaluation professional who can be described as a generalist or a methodological expert or a technical specialist? Let me describe each of these three career paths for monitoring and evaluation professionals. One, generalist. A generalist can perform most monitoring and evaluation roles and tasks, but without depth. They are familiar with many of the tools and methods or approaches we use in monitoring and evaluation, but they are not an expert in any of them. If you want to be a generalist, be sure to choose monitoring and evaluation positions that require general application of monitoring and evaluation methodology. Let's look at methodological experts. Now, these tend to prefer monitoring and evaluation jobs that require specific application of a monitoring and evaluation methodology, tool, or approach such as outcome monitoring, theory of change, surveys, participatory research methods, or integration of geographical information systems in monitoring and evaluation, to mention but several. 
a methodological expert will focus, will zero in on a particular tool or approach, and they will tend to go for those jobs that describe such roles and responsibilities. The third career path for monitoring and evaluation professionals is technical specialists. I draw this third monitoring and evaluation career path from the many settings and sectors in which monitoring and evaluation is practiced. The settings include education, livelihoods, health, transport, trade, disaster management, among others. A monitoring and evaluation technical specialist will be more skilled in monitoring and evaluation theories, approaches, tools, or methods that relate to the setting or sector, such as health or any of the others that I've just described. It is for this reason why an organization providing community health and nutrition programs needs to hire a candidate with the training in public health beyond credentials in monitoring and evaluation. I'm sure you are not surprised why many university graduate programs in health are offering a concentration in monitoring and evaluation. So I've just described three career pathways for monitoring and evaluation professionals. One, a generalist. Two, methodological expert. Number three, technical specialist. If you're a technical specialist, it means that you're going to prioritize monitoring and evaluation jobs within a particular sector, whether trade, or health or education. If you're a methodological expert and this is your interest, you tend to look for those jobs that call out a specific tool or approach like logical framework approach. You tend to focus on monitoring and evaluation jobs that are calling out program design. Now, if you're a journalist, basically any job that requires general application of monitoring and evaluation methodology, you will go for it. Tip number three, organizational profile. Everyone would like to work for an organization that has a good and supportive policy and culture for monitoring and evaluation. Some organizations may be a good fit for you if you are looking for a particular methodology or technical area of programming. For example, if you are interested in growing your skills in education assessment methodologies, then a monitoring and evaluation job within the education sector is the best fit for you. But beyond the job description, find out if the organization has a good monitoring and evaluation framework. What do we mean by framework? A framework is a set of principles, methods, approaches, and tools that guide the practice, conduct of monitoring and evaluation of programs and activities within that particular organization. Now, such organizations are likely to have clear administrative monitoring and evaluation structures with progressive job levels. It's not uncommon to find that these organizations already have uh, jobs uh, titled monitoring and evaluation assistant, monitoring and evaluation officer, monitoring and evaluation specialist, and they are likely to have monitoring and evaluation manager or director, or the monitoring and evaluation specialist will be reporting to a program manager. You are likely to thrive in these organizations if the established monitoring and evaluation framework translates into resources for monitoring and evaluation, or even a good and supportive culture that will help you to perform your monitoring and evaluation effectively. However, please note that an organization that has a well-developed monitoring and evaluation framework may limit your innovation and critical thinking skills, as many of the things that you need to do are already prescribed. Basically, almost everything is standardized. When you're coming, there will be clear policies, clear standards, clear tools, 
for you to implement. It's for this reason that some people prefer to join organizations with no or less developed monitoring and evaluation structures or policies or tools so that they can innovate, so that they can be the ones to develop these tools and or establish the system. The fourth and final tip, convergence of personal priorities with the job's non-technical aspects. And I will explain this by giving a personal example. We all have different priorities and dreams in life. In fact, if determined, nothing can stop us. Seven years ago, I migrated from Uganda to the United States. I moved here because I got a job as a program quality officer at one of the international non-profits. The program quality officer job that I got was actually not a step higher if you compare the last three jobs that I'd held within the monitoring and evaluation profession. While in Uganda, I was I'd served as associate director for program quality and performance management where I was in charge of the monitoring and evaluation function among other responsibilities. I was also supporting our human resource department with programmatic performance measurements. Earlier, I had served as the country manager for monitoring and evaluation. And in fact, in this role, I was overseeing over 60 community development projects. And earlier, I had served as a senior advisor for monitoring and evaluation on a large USAID nutrition grant. Now, the program quality officer job that I got in the U.S. was requiring me to support other countries with their monitoring and evaluation systems support, system strengthening, program design. And these are roles that I had performed four or six years earlier. But what was different and why would I still consider this job a step higher in my career? Now, the reason why I still take it as an advancement in my career is that it gave me an opportunity to work in a different context. While in Uganda, there are several aspects that you can think about. For example, diversity. There's so many tribes in Uganda. But when you're in Uganda, issues of diversity and culture don't really come so strong when you're working. All of us are the same because we can understand each other. We are of the same descent. We speak more or less similar languages. But when you work in a foreign country or in the U.S., one of the greatest learning for me is appreciation of cultural diversity. When I was here, we are working with so many people from all walks of life. Even in my own job, I would move here from the U.S. and travel around the country. How do you understand each other when you don't speak the same language? I realized that monitoring and evaluation methodology can become the same language that all of us can speak. I've supported programs in Middle East. I've supported programs in Southern Africa, East Africa, the Caribbean, in Asia, all because of the job that at first I didn't consider as an advancement in my career. So next time you want to grow in your career, yes, the job title is important, but look at the job description. Look at your own personal profile. Who are you? What do you really want to become within the monitoring and evaluation field? What is going to be your career path? Are there non-technical aspects of the job that you hold dear? Like for me, I wanted to work in a different context, different cultural context altogether, and most importantly, outside my country. And to me, that was a deal maker.
So, always remember that career growth is a personal decision. For all the reasons that I've mentioned earlier, very important. But another person would say, all these four reasons are very important, but I need to add compensation, I need to add duration on the job, and several other factors. Whereas duration of the job or compensation that you'll get from a job are important, if you really want to get meaningful advancement, if you really want to make meaningful decisions about your career, you really need to consider these four reasons. They're very important. The job description and not just the job title, your personal profile, the organizational profile, and the convergence of personal priorities with the job's non-technical aspects. Thank you, my friends. This is it for today. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Monitoring and Evaluation Boost with Godfrey Senkaba. Please let us know your comments or any topics you would like to hear. And please check out our website, www.mandeboost.com. If you have comments about this episode or experiences you would like to share regarding the ideas discussed in this podcast, please let us know. Again, please visit our website to share. That's www.mandeboost.com. Thank you.